0: a brief chat i'm jason crane today is tuesday it's the 30th of june 2020 we'll get to the meat of the show in just a moment first though let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the slingshot day planner which you can get a copy of at slingshotcollective.org. on this day in 1892 the carnegie steel workers had a shootout with police in pennsylvania Yesterday on the show, I had a conversation with my cousin Lynn Harding, who is uh, just like me um, in her mid 40s and unlike me, uh, started out as a Catholic and is still one to this day. I also started out as a Catholic and who knows, maybe one again, uh, but had a lot of travel in between. And we as we kind of got to uh, the end of yesterday's conversation, we were talking about this idea of moving the needle from the inside. And This is an idea that I have largely abandoned in political terms, um, an idea that I don't I don't really think works in in a political context. I don't generally think we like pull parties to the left or right or whatever. Well, maybe to the right, but I don't generally think we pull them to the left. But I think, Lynn, in the example that you were giving. Even though you did say something about, you know, hoping the institutional church would move more in a more broad minded direction. It sounded like most of what you were talking about yesterday was actually, you know, talking to the people who are right around you, which, in my opinion, is where real change tends to get made anyway. Is that a fair characterization?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Is there any kind of, like, organized conversation about, you know, where do we stand as just our community, our, our one faith community on issue X and what are we going to do about it? How do those kinds of decisions get made, like where to, where to put financial resources or where to put volunteer time, things like that?
1: We have a very dynamic, and I'm going to say young, he's in the late 50s, priest father, Father Jim Walsh, and he came to the priesthood via the single life, and he was an engineer for a number of years, and then he was ordained a priest. Father Walsh has a very gentle way of making people realize that there is a bigger picture that we need to be looking at, that we need to be focused on those corporal works of mercy, because full disclosure, I live in a wealthy community. My church is one of the wealthiest in the Diocese of Albany. To some people, that can be a little off-putting. You know, We ended up going to this particular parish because it most closely resembled what Mike, my husband, and I were used to in terms of the parish that we belonged to when we first got married in, um, in Kentucky, in our college town. So we stuck with it, and we had an older priest to begin with, but now we have this younger priest who is very focused on working with the community and, you know, providing outreach. But sometimes I think because of the position that he's in, he's not only our faith leader, he's also the administrator of the parish. You know, he's a spiritual leader. He, uh, We have a school I think he's in a hard position to come down on particular topics as to the direction that, you know, he is saying this parish is going to go in this direction because of this. This is an issue that is very important, and so we're going to focus on this issue. Um, I think that he is very good at sharing his opinion with us and letting us come to that conclusion on our own. Uh, which is very unusual. I have never encountered a priest that has been able to do that and to change so many minds, you know, about the importance of serving the greater community.
0: One thing that, uh, you know, is is obviously quite present in your life is uh, the fact that you have children, and those children have also grown up in the same faith tradition as you. Can you say something about that? journey? I mean, did did your kids ever want to stop being part of that tradition? Have they, have you guys had conversations about, uh, about those kinds of things? And, and, you know, do you feel like they've, have they arrived at a similar place to you? Do they have their own take on it? I'm curious about that.
1: I have two children, as you know, my son Jack is 17 and just is graduating from high school in a couple of days. And my daughter, Grace, is 16 and is starting her junior year in high school. They both went through from kindergarten through eighth grade at our parish school, which is a more progressive Catholic school than I've ever encountered before. Everyone is welcome. You know, all faiths are welcome. You know, all lifestyles are welcome. And so I think they grew up couched between the teachings of the faith that they were getting from going to church and from mike and me as well as that inclusive welcoming community in their school so they saw that not everyone is the same and that's okay it's okay if you don't if you're not catholic it's okay if your family doesn't look like my family it's okay if you know you don't want to practice any faith at all So, you know, I feel like at the ages that they're at now, they have both arrived at the place that they are now very organically. Um, It's not ever been any other than the fact that as a family, when there's no COVID, we go to church on Sunday. It's never been anything we have forced with them. When they got to be in the 10th grade, it was their decision as to whether or not they wanted to be confirmed in, in the Catholic Church to become adults in the Catholic Church and to continue on with their faith journey in this particular faith tradition. And both of them chose to do that. And for Jack, he's quiet about it. You know, he has he surprises me all the time with things that he does or or things that he says about his faith. But he, he's not very demonstrative about it. All the time, Grace, on the other hand, will tell you from the very first time she meets you, "I'm a child of God," and has no qualms about sharing her faith very verbally. And she has she she loves to share her Jesus jams on her playlist, on her um, <laughs> you know, on her phone. She's just part of it. She's out there and she's doing her thing, completely unashamed. Lots of her friends have, have wandered away. She just is who she is. And we encourage that just as we encourage Jack to have a quiet, faith life. And that's okay. And, you know, we have never, ever said to them, if you feel like, you know, you want to try something else, if some, some other way of worshiping or or some other tradition appeals to you, go out and try that because much like you you've started off catholic you've wandered a very circuitous path and now you're you're asking questions as in your mid 40s as to whether or not there are parts of this tradition that are part of you and you know i think everyone needs to figure that out on their own including my own children
0: I have been talking with my cousin Lynn Harding, uh, who is uh, just an outstanding human being, and who is someone I, uh, you know, often look up to uh, when I think about how to live a, a good life that does good for others. I'm so glad you took the time to uh, be on these episodes and and to share your thoughts with me on this. It's uh, it's definitely a time of struggle and questioning and contemplation for me, and I'm really happy to you know have access to your example as I think about what might be the right course for me at this point in my life. So I'm really glad you were here, and thanks very much for doing it.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. You and I uh, didn't get to see as much of each other growing up as we may have liked, but you've always been so important to me, and I'm glad I could help
0: And that's today's episode of A Brief Chat. The conversation about Catholicism will continue throughout the week. Meanwhile, you can go to abriefchat.com and find all the previous episodes of this show. You can also go there to become a member. It's super easy. There are a couple different membership levels. Three, actually, which a couple doesn't apply to, so I guess there are a few different membership levels. And you can go there and click on Support the Show to become a member today. You get a bonus episode every single week and some other little cool things from time to time. I love you. A Better World is possible, but we have a lot of work to do.